everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's your favorite host of the most, Sam the Bomb. And I'm back with the news. Uh, you know what? News is getting a little hard to do because obviously, like, with the things that are going on, like, all the news I'm finding is just, this is delayed, this is delayed, this is delayed. And a lot of that stuff in particular is, like, stuff that people already know about. Like, they posted on our Discord. A lot of our Discord members are, like, they're crazy like that, you know, like, they're quick. And, which I'm thankful for, you know what I mean? Um, but, you know, it's, or, you know, on Twitter, you see it on Twitter. If you got Twitter, you see it on Twitter, you know, and things like that. So, but yeah, so I, I was trying to find the news that wasn't like that and I didn't find a lot, you know, I just like, but like, I, I always want to like talk about this stuff. Cause like, I like talking about nerdy stuff and giving people updates and things like that. I love doing the newscast. So, but I, I still found like a great, a good number of stuff though. So, you know, um, but yeah, it's hard, man. It's tough. Like, and uh, at the end of this newscast, I'll give my opinion on on that more. Uh, you know how the pandemic is affecting stuff and whatever, and what we're gonna do after, and all that good stuff. So, anyway, I do want to start off by saying that I want to dedicate this episode. Oh wait, hold on a second. It is April twenty fourth, twenty twenty. Holy crap! We went through April kind of quick, huh? Holy shit! Damn, that was actually really quick. I feel like I was just doing the newscast like early April. Anyway, I want to dedicate this to Kumiko Okai, 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 Okai sorry, Kumiko Okai. Um, she was 63 and she passed away from COVID. Um, she was, and obviously like the disease is scary and, and can kill anyone really. But the problem with her is that it wasn't because she was old. It was because her body had just battled breast cancer, like, literally late last year, so not even that long ago. So that was one of the big issues. But she was in uh, a bunch of Studio Ghibli stuff. She was Jenny in some of the Pokemon movies, and she was also an actor. So, like, you know, she was in live-action stuff, too. I also want to dedicate it to uh, Paul Haddad, or Paul Haddad. He passed away at 56 last right this happened literally right after i was done with the newscast last week um or well it didn't happen but like it it happened before that but it it wasn't i didn't see it until after but he is the voice of leon kennedy in resident evil 2 he's also been in like the x-men animated series he was in uh he was in a bunch of old cartoons he was uh in Babar, if you know what Babar is, it's like an old cartoon with elephants. He was a bunch. Of, he was just. He's been a voice actor since like the the eighties, and uh, yeah, he was most recently Leon S. Kennedy from Resident Evil Two. He passed away as well. So I want to dedicate the this episode to them. Shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out to you guys. But yeah, let's get right into the non anime news, and then we'll give you the old one too, and then go into the anime news, shall we? I don't have a lot of non anime news, but that's okay. Um. Just so you know, you if you're a fan of uh, the Total War games, Total War Shogun 2 is free on Steam. By the way, I will try my best to, and actually, like the, some of the, uh, a lot of our Discord members, so if you're not in the Discord, this is the reason to join it. A lot of our Discord members, there's a section in our Discord called Retail Therapy, where 
I have people to use that channel to post stuff that have like when there's a sale or deals or anything like that. You know, because of the pandemic and and encouraging people to stay home, you know, the the PlayStation Store and Steam have been offering free games. So, uh, Total War Shogun Two is free on Steam right now, and so like it, you know, it's a good. It was cool for me because I've already downloaded like two free games that people have posted in that channel on our Discord. They'll be like, "Oh, this is free. Just go get it." You know what I mean? It's free. You just you put it in your Steam library and it's free. You don't have to play it or download it right away. You can just put it in there and it's just free. Who cares, you know? So, yeah, until Monday. So, a couple, you only got a couple days from the time you hear this. Uh, um, Total War Shogun 2 is free on Steam. I'm sure Steam's going to, I'm sure, like, game devs are going to have other stuff that's free that's on Steam or whatever. So, uh, Nintendo confirms breach of 160,000 Nintendo Network ID accounts. Um, Nintendo has acknowledged the breach of approximately 160,000 network IDs earlier this month, resulting in the possible exposure of some users' personal data, such as their nickname, date of birth, and email. As a result, Nintendo has disabled the ability to log into Nintendo accounts via a Nintendo network ID for the time being. Although credit card information was not part of the breach, some users have reported unauthorized purchases through the linked payment methods associated with their accounts. Nintendo is currently investigating the matter and has no evidence that Nintendo's databases, services, or servers have been breached. The company says it will contact people with affected accounts to reset their passwords and recommends that all users use two-factor authentication on their account to notify them of any unauthorized access. Um, so, I don't know if you guys... I, and I might be, I'm probably dating myself here, but like when WoW first became a thing, which was a long ass time ago when I was a young Lord Hog, there was this, um, when WoW was, so like Blizzard had already had games that you could play online with each other, like Warcraft 3, Diablo 2, you know what I mean? So there was, Battle.net has been around for a while, but WoW was like the first big one where there was just a shit ton of people. The numbers were amazing, okay? And one thing that they used to sell back in the day, and now you can still use use them, I think, actually. Um, but but now people will mostly just use uh, the app version on their phone or they don't use it at all. They use a, a different authenticator on Battle.net or something. But before, it was like this little thing. It was like this little keychain, and it was like a little, probably the size of your thumb. And it had, it had a little Warcraft, like, design on it and then it was like a little black thing with the lcd tiny lc it looked like a little calculator without the buttons you could say it was about the size the width and length of your thumb and it had a little button and when you were about to log into wow you enabled a two two factor authentication you would log in with your password so there's one factor and then you hit the little button on the little the little keychain and it would come up with a number and then you put that number in and that's how people logged in because there was like a like a huge wide range of hacks people getting their accounts hacked and getting all their shit stolen like people would hack other people's accounts and then like give their inventory or something to their shit or i don't know something i don't know i'm probably remembering it wrong or giving the wrong details here but people would hack other people's accounts for all kinds of shit and so they came up with this little authenticator thing that people would use and then there was also an app for it when smartphones and iphones were becoming big back then but yeah I think it's always a good idea with big account things like this, like Battle.net or Nintendo or PlayStation, to have two-factor authentication 
just because people are crazy. People are wild. Anyway, uh, yeah, apparently Elijah Wood uh, started visiting people in Animal Crossing. <laughs> he started visiting people's islands. Uh, actor Elijah Wood is known for many of his movie roles, none for more memorable than Frodo. Right now, during the pandemic, his best role is Elwood in Animal Crossing. Wood is clearly a big player of the game. And according to Entertainment Weekly story, even took to Twitter to find the best turnip prices out there. Wood ended up replying to a tweet of Jessica Kovalik, who took snapshots of her Twitter exchange with Wood, along with the time he spent on her island. Um, yeah, so one thing about Animal Crossing right now that's really cool is that P- Animal Crossing Twitter is, like, hype as fuck right now. People will post their turnip prices and, like, a bunch of people will retweet it. And then they'll just be like, sweet, I'm going to go over there to your island and sell my turnips. And so I guess Elijah Wood took to Twitter and was like, and was like, yeah, dude, my turnip prices are, 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 are big as hell right now. And then Elijah Wood took to Twitter asking, you know, hey, who's got the best turnips right now? Um, and then she, he DM'd her and said, would love your dodo code to sell these turnips. And then she replied, um, of course you can in all caps. And she screen capped all the, uh, all the shots with him in it. And they took a group photo together and it was really fun. It's that's really funny, man. It's really cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not surprising at all. A lot of celebrities are fucking huge nerds, man. They're, they're, everyone's a little bit nerdy, and then there's a lot of us who are a lot of nerdy, and a lot of celebrities are just a lot of nerdy. That's, that's just 100% true. Um, plus, what do you expect from the guy who is literally in Lord of the Rings? Uh, Microsoft says we'll learn about Xbox Series X games soon. Um, that's pretty cool. I guess one thing that they said is that Halo Infinite will launch on it. Senua Saga Hellblade 2 is in development, which I heard is a sweet game. Not Hel- not 2, but the first one I heard is a sweet game. So, yeah, that's uh, for those of you Xbox stands out there. Um, Final Super Mario Maker 2 update lets you build your own worlds. Now, like, Super Mario Maker is like you build your own levels. The latest update literally lets you build your own world world like so like in super mario world or super mario brothers 3 or any of the the newest ones you know how there's like an overworld where you pick levels that way literally like that so like you can create a world and then put all your levels on that map or world and have people play like your whole world which is that's sweet i always was like i I remember reading a tweet one time of someone saying that like hey for Mario Maker 2, they should do this, and now they're doing it, which is really cool. That's really sweet. So, damn, I gotta get I gotta get a Switch, you guys. If anyone, I'm putting this out there right now because I've been looking for one. If anyone is selling an old Switch and will is willing to part with it for a decent price, please join our Discord and let me know. <laughs> I would love to buy it. That and a Switch Lite. I'm looking for both. A regular Switch and a Switch Lite. Please and thank you. I would love that very much. Um... So I didn't know this, but this is really cool. So uh, Games Done Quick had to obviously postpone Summer Games Done Quick. And I think what they are doing is they're delaying it until late July, I think. Or postponing it until late July. But what they ended up doing more recently is they did this thing called uh, COVID Relief Done Quick. Or Corona Relief Done Quick. 
And what they did was Games Done Quick community and Speedrunner community and the Games Done Quick staff literally just like like within a week they put together this this thing called um Corona Done Quick and they streamed a bunch of speedrunners from their houses. And uh one of them I watched was a guy playing uh, pump it up. He was speedrunning pump it up, like the actual, because he has the actual um, pump it up machine in his house, which you can imagine is also a game's done quick first because, you know, obviously it's really hard to haul those things. And they're not going to haul those things to a speedrunning event, you know, at the hotel. So that was really cool to see. He literally did that from his home and he had the iPad next to the machine on an arm where he could read the chat, the Twitch chat and everything. And they raised $400,000 in three days, $400,000 for direct COVID-19 relief. Um, the average donation was about $65. So that's really cool. Um, that's really sweet. Um, the direct relief fund is to make sure uh, people get protective gear, critical care medications to as many health workers as possible and frontline workers as possible with emergency deliveries uh, for uh, medical facilities across the U.S. So, uh, you know, that's that goes a long way. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, man, I thought that was sweet. I was like, sweet. All these speedrunners are going straight from their homes. Like, that's awesome. Um, all three seasons of Avatar The Last Airbender are coming to Netflix on May 15th. That's right. All three seasons of The Last Airbender. So, yeah, if you don't have it, if you don't own it, there you go. Uh, the Batman Colin Farrell's penguin look involves prosthetics. The The, the penguin is the, the new villain in the next Batman movie, The Batman. And, of course, it involves prosthetics. I mean, the, the penguin is just a... He is a wild character, man. He's a short, kind of uh, rounder guy with a really old-looking face. And, yeah, Colin Farrell is playing him, which is, like, I don't know. A lot of people are bitching about it. Like, oh, fucking Colin Farrell. Why would you get Colin Farrell to play the Penguin? But, like, a lot of people said that about Heath Ledger playing the Joker as well. Like, a lot of people were like, oh, the guy from 10 Things I Hate About You playing the Joker? What the fuck? The guy from A Knight's Tale? Like, what the hell? And then look what happened. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, you never know. You you never know. Kevin Smith shares first look at Twilight of the Mallrats, Mallrats script. If you've never heard of Mallrats, it is one of Kevin Smith's earlier films from, like, the early 2000s. I think it was, like, 20-some years ago now. Um, uh, the Mallrats is basically about these this guy whose, like, girlfriend broke up with him. And so his friend is like, dude, quit being, a, quit being a, a dumpy dump. Let's go to the mall. And they go to the mall. And literally the whole movie takes place, like 80% of the movie takes place at the mall. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a goofy movie. It's part of Kevin Smith's View of Universe, which is, like, the same universe stuff. And Jay and Silent Bob will be in it and all that stuff. But apparently he... Um, finished the first draft of the script and he shared that on Twitter. So if you're into that, if you're into the viewers universe stuff, you know, Kevin Smith is great. I mean, Kevin Smith is, he's the ultimate nerd, you know? Um, I don't think he's big into anime. I think he knows enough about it, but he, I don't know 
if he watches it. You know, he's more of the comics, you know, toys, television, film kind of guy, you know. But, yeah, man. Um, This is not really news. This is kind of an interest piece, but it was recently said. So, back to the future screenwriter, Bob Gale weighed in on the Twitter argument about whether the plot hole, you know, from Back to the Future is is really a plot hole or whatever. This has been a huge debate on Twitter, and actually there's plot holes in the third one that people should be talking about. I don't know why they're talking about this one. But um, Back to the Future screenwriter Bob Gale weighed in on the Twitter debate over whether the film qualifies as perfect by declaring a long-argued plot, plot point is no problem. On the question of why Marty McFly's parents don't remember him as the matchmaker who brought them together, Guardians of the Galaxy star Chris Pratt mused that they know him as Calvin Klein, the name Lorraine learned when she brought an unconscious Marty into her home in the 50s. When Marty returns to present-day 1985, it could have been years since his parents would have perhaps originally noted the uncanny resemblance between their son and that kid from high school 20 years ago, he said, is what Chris Pratt said. Gail agreed. Uh, saying that bear in mind that George and Lorraine only knew Marty slash Calvin for eight days when they were 17, and they did not see him every one of those eight days. So many years later, they still might remember that interesting kid who got them together on their first date, but I would ask anyone to think back on their own high school days and ask themselves how well they remember a kid who might have been at their school for even a semester. Gail continued, or someone you went out with just one time. If you had no photo reference after 25 years, you'd probably have just a hazy recollection. That's very true. Um, I I can actually remember a lot of people from high school. Um, For me, high school was about 12 years ago now. But if I think about junior high, there's a bunch of kids that I can see their faces but I don't remember their names. <laughs> so like, I mean, that's just me personally, you know, I'm again, I'm also getting old. I'm becoming a grandmother now, but like, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. But like, uh, no, I'm old, you know, I'm getting older. So my memory is also getting poopier, but like, no, I, that's a good point though. Honestly, if you think about it, you know what I mean? And, and I don't know, it was wild is, is, is like, you know, that whole night, that whole prom night was wild for them. So that makes sense. Uh, Tom Holland updates Spider-Man 3 and Uncharted shooting schedules. Obviously, with the pandemic going on, things have been delayed. A bunch of films have been delayed. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home star Tom Holland helped fans understand the current status of both Spider-Man 3 and Uncharted, where he plays a young Nathan Drake. After the coronavirus pandemic shut down the film industry, Holland provided these updates while doing a video interview with Jimmy Kimmel. um, Because a lot of these Tonight Show hosts, they're doing their live streams from home and shit, which is really cool. They're doing their shows from home, which touch on topics such as Holland being quarantined with his friends and receiving gin from Ryan Reynolds. Kimmel then asked, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you were set to start shooting Spider-Man in July. Is that still the plan? Holland answered, I'm not too sure. I was in Berlin shooting a film called Uncharted with Mark Wahlberg, and we were all ready to go. We went to set for day one of shooting and then got shut down. We all got sent home. So whether we shoot that movie first or Spider-Man first, I'm unclear. Holland reassured fans of both properties that both films will be worth the wait. Both movies are being made, and they're both really strong in the scripts. So whatever happens, happens. But I'm ready to play both, he added. I mean, I played Spider-Man enough, and now I could play play him tomorrow. So I'm ready to go, is what Tom Holland said. Um, So yeah, that's kind of interesting. It's cool that Tom would say that and kind of reveal some of that. I mean, obviously, a lot of people probably know about it, so... 
but those who know Tom Holland and have seen him in interviews, he's got a big mouth and he's actually like dropped heavy like Avengers spoilers on interviews before. So, you know, it's it's a big problem he has. It's just really funny. Um, speaking of Spider-Man, though, Venom Let There Be Carnage debuts official logo and title. The reveal the official logo for the Andy Serkis's film Venom Let There Be Carnage and given top billing to Woody Harrelson's unhinged Carnage. Uh, the studio shared the logo and title placeholder for Venom Let There Be Carnage and showcased a fusion of symbiotes while Venom is best known for a black and white motif. The sequel is hom- homaging Carnage's signature red and black look. Yeah, man, it's pretty cool. I'm excited. I'm excited to see that. I still haven't seen the first one, but I heard the first one is just like a fun ride, like for sure. So I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see that. That's all I have for the non-anime news. We're going to take a small break and then we'll get into the anime news, okay? Boom, check that out for me, okay? Links.animesummit.net. You can find everything right there. YouTube uh, YouTube channels. We have the main one where I just upload the, 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 the week's regular app. And then we have the Anime Summit Extra, which we haven't really been uploading to. And Danny's been kind of talking about it. She even received um, a capture card from one of our patrons. Shout out to Sean. Thank you so much. Um, and she's kind of tinkering with it right now. And we're actually, her and I are going to talk about it tonight. So, but yeah, um, she's going to try and get that up going again. And I'm going to try and record some random stuff. It's just so easy to stream on discord that I just been doing that kind of lately. So, um, but yeah, um, we will get that going again. Uh, also patreon.com slash anime summit. If you want to become a patron, you can, um, you know, we use that money. We're, we're right now. We're upgrading our equipment. We got Danny a new microphone. We're gonna get her some other stuff to go with her capture card. Um, we're using it to 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 give money to other artists to commission for music's for our our solo casts and things like that that we've been doing. Solo casts is another thing that she'll get as a perk. You know, they're. The solo casts are basically the Anime Summit podcast, but with just one host, and they're Patreon exclusive. No one else is going to listen to them except patrons, and if you're a patron. So, pretty excited about that, okay? And actually, we have one uh, one solo cast that's out right now, which is mine, my first solo cast, and also the first Patreon exclusive podcast, and Danny's will be coming out soon, and she'll talk to you more about that uh, later on. But yeah, so check that stuff out for me, okay? Um, yeah, let's get into the anime news, shall we? And okay, so this article that I'm about to read was posted last week, but I don't remember if I said it or not. And I just want to say it again, just in case there were people who were going, but anime expo 2020 is canceled. Um, it was supposed to take place July 2nd to the 5th and they've canceled it for obvious reasons. Um, uh, but they said that badge holders will have the option to either get refunds or roll over to 2021, which is also slated for July 2nd and 5th. So um, if you are going to get a refund, then he's he's saying just be patient. The CEO guy is saying just be patient because processing all the refunds is going to be heavy. Obviously, that makes sense because it's a huge-ass convention. People from all over the, the country and people from the other side of the world go to this convention. So 
Um, yeah, I think I said that last week on the newscast, but I'm just saying it again just in case, okay? Also, do you guys remember a couple of weeks ago when I said that Toei Tokusatsu, uh, or, you know, Toei Films, or Toei, yeah, Toei Films and Toei Animation were going to make a YouTube channel for just their Tokusatsu stuff? And they did. And I said I had subscribed to it, and there was only like 300 some subs when I did it because they hadn't put any videos up yet. They have now begun uploading videos. They uploaded literally like five today. Um, they started uploading a couple weeks ago, and I had kind of forgot to talk about it. But there's literally already whole like seasons of stuff on here already. Um, there's Kabutak, Sukisuki Majo, Five Nine Three Kumi, Magical Girl Chukana. Uh, Ditetsujin, uh, Chojin Bibian, Space Iron Man Kyodain. Like, a lot of these I've never even heard of. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I've never even heard of... You know, the, the Tokusatsu boom probably happened, and they probably just had, like, all these fucking shows. Uh, God Sigma I've heard of. That's the anime um, that's on there. There's uh, Space Cop Shiravan, uh, Jan Person, Jiraiya, Guy Slugger. Bunt, dude, bunch of stuff. Uh, Space Cop Gavin... I'm trying to see if there's one that y'all would recognize. Oh, there's Wind Spectre, which I believe was a Power Ranger thing. Or no, it's not. But still, oh, there's Kit Kiter. There's Kit Kiter 01. Um, Kit Kiter 01 Episode 1 and 2. They kind of uploaded some of these out of order, though, which is weird because like, they uploaded Kit Kiter Episode 2 first and then Episode 1 later, which is kind of goofy. Uh, Albagus, which is another uh, giant robo anime. Uh, Inazuman, Guru Guru Metaman, uh, Bicrosser, Space Cop, Robot A-Chan, which is kind of a more kiddish kind of, uh, tokusatsu show. I think, I'm trying to scroll up because I thought they did some, some Power Ranger stuff. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. I might have been lying. But, uh, yeah, Gil Ranger, um, uh, I think was going to be on here. But anyway. Yeah, if you want to watch that shit, man, do it. Do it right now. Tokusatsu stuff is the shit. These are literally whole episodes of stuff. Like, I'm not even tripping. I'm not even... I'm, they're free. They're just on there for free. And I... Hold on. You know what? Let's click on one. I think they have subtitles. That would be really shitty if it didn't, right? Let's see. Oh, yeah. So it's just the YouTube subtitles, but they look pretty on point. Kikaider, man. I love Kikaider. I might watch this later. My power is 100,000 horsepower energy. Ugh. That's really funny, dude. Dude, seriously, no. It's just called Toei Tokusatsu World Official. So, yeah, go and check check that stuff out. Kodansha Comics vertical release manga digitally on InkyPen. The InkyPen comic subscription service for the Nintendo Switch announced on Friday that it is partnering with Kodansha USA Publishing, which handles the Kodansha Comics and vertical imprints to offer the publishers manga. So yeah, there you go. You can read manga on your Switch. Um, HBO Max streaming service launches on launches on May 27th. Um, if you don't remember, this is the streaming service that will be offering uh, all the entire Studio Ghibli library. Um, there's also going to be Crunchyroll, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, and Rooster Teeth will also offer content through the service. 
Crunchyroll confirmed that only select content from from it will be available on HBO Max. Crunchyroll's own platform will remain as the only service to offer the company's full library. But yeah, there's, I mean, this HBO will event. HBO Max service will eventually offer about 10,000 hours of content. It will feature content from other Warner brands such as Warner Brothers, New Line, DC Entertainment, CNN, TNT, TBS, True TV, The CW, Turner Classic Movies, and a Looney Tunes. So there you go. Um, Yuri on Ice's Mitsuru Kubo says she's still working on the film From Home. That's right. There was supposed to be a Yuri on Ice film. And the manga artist, co-creator Mitsuru Kubo, posted an update on Instagram on Thursday regarding her personal life and confirmed that she's still currently working on the Yuri on Ice, the movie Ice Adolescence, anime film at home. She wrote, I've been living alone for a long time, and it's been close to 25 years since I started drawing manga from home. And long, long before the recent self-isolation measures, I was at home working on hashtag Ice Adolescence film. My burning desire to show this work to the world hasn't changed, not even in these times. I want to work hard and move forward alongside you all so that one day this film can be shown to you. I'm not in a position to share details regarding the film's progress on social media, so my personal Instagram is going to be just a a foostagram from now on. This is my escape as an isolated person. So yeah, there you go. She's still working on it. So that's pretty cool. I don't think we were supposed to be getting that film like i think that was we weren't even gonna get that till like the end of the year anyway so i don't know i i she's just i think she was just saying just in case you know um but anyway that's really cool that she's transparent or semi-transparent with people i i always appreciate that not that she has to be but that's still really cool uh manga rock site shuts down with launch of inkr inker comics yes this happened to me the other day i was literally up late at night reading manga and over like literally while i was scrolling through or you know flipping through uh solo leveling it stopped and it was like okay that's fucking weird and then i had to yeah so yeah mangarak is shut down i understand that you know they want to go legit and you know support directly the artists and stuff and i i can't be mad at that you can't be mad at that at all obviously um but yeah I'm trying other apps right now, and so far, they're a bunch of poop, <laughs> so that sucks. But any- anyway, the Manga Rock app is no longer available through the App Store or Google Play. They revealed last September it's planned to shut down its service, and uh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, we all knew that was coming, but yeah, it finally happened. Sailor Moon Eternal Film reveals cast, teaser video, and visual Toei Animation revealed on Thursday a new cast member teaser video and visual for the first film in the Bishojo Senshi Sailor Moon Eternal, uh, the movie, two-part anime film project. So, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I'm excited. There's a new trailer and everything. Uh, I still haven't seen Sailor Moon Eternal, but the movie looks friggin' cool, and that's supposed to come out in September. Netflix streams new Pokemon Journeys TV anime on June 12th. Uh, just so you know, this is the anime I'm speaking of is the new one that's been airing in Japan since, like, last year, the one with the 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 new main character where they're you know it's ash and this other kid um i believe his name is go and uh i don't think they changed his name uh i think his name is still go here in in america but yeah it, that's going to be a netflix uh a netflix thing which is really cool a netflix original series is what they say uh netflix has been streaming pretty much every season of pokemon since since like forever so 
Um, it, it almost kind of feels like that's where it belongs in a weird way. But Pokemon trainer Ash Ketchum has a new plan, see the world. But first, he and his partner Pikachu are headed to the opening of the Sirius Laboratory, a research facility dedicated to uncovering the mysteries of Pokemon in every region. Ash meets Go, another boy with boundless curiosity about Pokemon, and both are overjoyed when Professor Sirius asks them to become official research fellows. So yeah, that's really cool. You're probably wondering how old Ash is about now. Uh, by my guess, he is, uh, you know, 55. But, you know, what do I know? Uh, Go's starting Pokemon is uh, the Scorbunny. And um, apparently he's 10 years old, which is really goofy. That's really weird. Because he looks the same age as Ash in, like, the art I'm looking at. But, yeah. Uh, this isn't really news, but it's it, it's it's a tweet from a couple days ago. But Studio Kara revealed that Evangelion's English logos are hand-drawn by Hideki Anno, which I, I feel like I kind of knew that but didn't. I always thought that it was just some font they created and then kind of, you know, messed with. Um, but then, like, when you go back and look at the different covers and stuff like that, they are slightly different kind of each time a little bit and it's because he hand draws them and that is that is just fantastic <laughs> like i just think that's so fucking cool so yeah dude um you can go to the, the, the studio cara at cara underscore inc to twitter and uh see the pictures where he drew them joe russo uh says that he wants to direct a gotcha man hollywood film and it will tell an original story Director Joe Russo stated in an interview uh, with film news website Collider on Wednesday that him and his brother Anthony Russo planned an adaptation of the Gotcha Man Battle of the Planets television anime series will not adapt the anime story, but will instead will center on a group of genetically altered kids who are involved in the space war. Joe Russo noted that the production is still trying to figure out what the new mythology is. Um, the Russo brothers announced at San Diego Comic-Con last July that they were developing the project at their ABG AGBO studios. Um, at the time, they did not say if they will direct the project, nor could they say if the project will be animated or live action. However, they said that if they do direct, it would be in live action. Ugh. I don't know how I feel about that. I kind of feel like we should just leave anime alone right now. There's too many people trying to do live act action adaptations of anime, and I think we should just leave it alone. We should just leave it and i that's i know that's contradictory to what i've been saying about battle angel alita because i enjoyed alita but nah nabi just leave it leave it alone uh netflix is going to stream monthly girls nozaki kun on anime may 1st so if you liked that anime um yeah it's coming to netflix i don't know why i have that on there netflix sucks buttflix is what i call it one Piece Anime's English dub returns with home video release on June 9th. Funimation is listing that the One Piece Anime Season 10 Voyage 1 DVD, which marks the return of the company's English dub, will ship on June 9th. The dub continues with episode 575, the beginning of the anime's Punk Hazard story arc. Uh, so yeah, there you go. The anime is delaying on the 930th episode and later episodes due to the spread of the new coronavirus but yeah so that's one piece is one of the ones that was delayed as well which is really huge sunrise studio establishes school for background art that is pretty cool <laughs> um 
Animation Studio Sunrise is setting up a school to train young artists in drawing background art for animation. The initiative aims to address the shortage of background art staff in the anime industry. Jiro Kono, who is the Akira background artist and Megalobox art director, will serve as an instructor at the school. The school's first term will run from April to September 2021. Those who graduate from high school in Japan in March 2021 or alternatively, those who are aged 18 to 25 with a Japanese high school diploma are eligible to apply. So that is pretty sweet. That is cool. And it will cost about $930 a month to support their daily expenses. Ooh, Lord. Still, though, that's friggin' awesome. Super cool. Super cool. Speaking of background art, Evangelion uh, Ghibli Shonen Jump released background art for video calls. Last week, the Grand Blue Fantasy team released a background art for the game for fans to use in their video conferences. A number of anime are also releasing art for similar purposes, including Shirabako, Evangelion, even Studio Ghibli and Shonen Jump's editorial department are getting into it. Amusingly, Shirabako's selection includes a shot of the room the director imprisons himself in inside in order to focus on getting his storyboards done. Uh, that's pretty funny, man. Uh, that, that's pretty funny. If you go to at Evangelion underscore CO, which is the Ava official Twitter, you can uh, go on there and even go on their website dot CO dot JP um, to download the the uh, background art to use in your video calls. That's really funny. That's, that's actually really hilarious. Uh, Netflix streams Hidoro Hidoro anime outside Japan on May 28th. So for those of you who haven't heard Dora Hidoro, Will be coming to Netflix May twenty eighth. It's finally coming out of Buttflix jail. Thank the Lord. Friggin' Buttflix. Okay. Um, Robotics Notes, Double Pack Game Collection launches for Switch, PS4 in North America. Spike Chunsoft announced on Tuesday that it will release the Robotics Notes Double Pack Game Collection, which includes Robotics Notes Elite and Robotics Notes Dash. Uh Elite, I think it was just like a remake version of uh the first one but yeah for nintendo switch and ps4 in north america on october 13th the company began streaming an announcement trailer the game is getting a day one edition that includes four pin badges featuring the main characters from both games um they will announce the european release date at a later time both games will launch for pc via steam in 2020 so yeah dude that is pretty sweet um they never made a sequel of the anime uh or yeah they, they never did Dash. They never did an anime for Dash. They did do an anime for the first one, which is just called Robotics Notes. And it is part of the science trilogy along with Steins Gate and uh, Chaos Head, which those have sequels. So um, it would be cool if Robotics Notes got a sequel. I would love to watch that. I might play the game. I don't know. I already know what happens, to be honest. So it's just kind of like, you know, whatever. But... Uh, Raise a Perfect Angel with Evangelion Tamagotchi. Evangelion is collaborating with the Tamagotchi toy line to produce all-purpose egg-type battle weapons, Evachi toys, which will allow users to raise over 20 types of angels. There will be three types of Evachi, each based on the main characters of the series, the Ava 00 prototype, the 01 test type, and the 02 production model. So yeah, they're a little, they're just like a little Tamagotchi, except they're colored and designed to look like the the three main AV units, and you can raise little angels like a like a Tamagotchi, except it's Ava Evachi Evachi. <laughs> Shout Factory offers Digimon Adventure Last Evolution Kazuna film on Blu-ray and DVD on July seventh. Um, this is the film that ends the saga of Ty and his friends from the first Digimon series. 
which is really funny because we're getting the, the the reboot Digimon Adventure happening right now, which has also been delayed, by the way, which sucks. But, um, yeah, no, uh, creator safety over anything. But, yeah, so if you haven't seen this film, you want to cop it on Blu-ray DVD, that is coming out in July. Um, I still haven't seen it. I haven't finished Digimon Adventure Try yet, so I might give that a watch next week when we're done with first impressions but yeah uh netflix's live action cowboy bebop show plans a season two teases yoko kano's music the online newspaper observer posted an update on netflix's live action adaptation of sunrises cowboy bebop anime on friday observer spoke with writer and executive producer jeff pinker before he took a notes call on a season two script the production on the first set season is on hold in new zealand after lead actor john chose onset knee injury in october Followed by a shutdown due to the pandemic. So yeah, it's it's rough. It's rough a little bit. Um, but apparently there is like a little behind the scenes thing on Netflix's uh, official YouTube channel. So uh, you can check that out. But yeah, I guess they're planning a season two, which means, you know, I, I don't know. I, I still don't know how to feel about that. Like I said, I think we just need to leave it alone. Speaking of leaving shit alone, uh, One Punch Man gets ma- manga gets Hollywood live action film. Um, by Sony. Sony is developing a live-action Hollywood film adaptation of one, and Yusuke Murata's One Punch Man manga. Scott Rosenberg and Jeff Pinker, uh, they did Venom, Jumanji films, are writing the script, and A.B. Arad um, are producing the film. <sighs> Why did you... Okay. Why did you get the guys who did Venom and Jumanji to write the script? Not the original Jumanji, the new cheesy dumb ones with The Rock and Jack Black. Like, oh, God. Leave it alone. You know what? You know what? The guys who did the Kick-Ass movie or the Scott Pilgrim movie should be doing this. If they're gun, if like if we had to pick, I mean, if we had to pick, we would just pick them, not do it at all. But if we had to pick a director or script scriptwriter for it, it should be the people who did Scott Pilgrim or the Kick Ass movies. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I honestly don't know how to feel about this. I think it's absolute trash. I think, I, I think it's gonna be bad, and I'm gonna be really upset when it comes out. I think we need to stop with the anime adaptations from now. For now. Like it's now, now with the world going on, like the way it is right now, let's just not do this. It's like, it's one of those things where like you're in your circle of friends and that one person that you don't like is coming over and then you're just like, can we not? That's exactly what this is. Like, no, no, disagree, disagree. No, I, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all the anime news I got. And you know, uh, I kind of wanted to talk about regarding the future of entertainment as a whole, you know, especially with anime, with everything being delayed and canceled and stuff like that. And what do I, what do I predict is going to happen? What do I predict is going to happen? I predict exactly what they said is going to happen. And what they said is things are going to get delayed. And then when we, when we, when we figure things out and reopen things slowly, then they'll come back and we'll get an entertainment. So, I've seen some people on my personal Facebook today, like, kind of be bummed about stuff. And you know what? You're allowed to be bummed. It's okay. I'm bummed about a lot of stuff. I'm bummed that I can't go 
garage sailing this summer. You know, I, I most likely cannot, you know what I mean? And garage sailing is like literally one of my favorite things to do. I'm the garage sale queen. I love garage sales. It's one of my, it's, I look forward to it every, every fucking day. It's not snowing and it's good weather out. I look forward to it every day. Um, garage sales are huge where I'm from. So, and I'm, yeah, I'm bummed about it and I'm allowed to be bummed about it. You are allowed to be bummed too. That's okay. But I don't think you, like, I saw some people today, like, they were bummed about it, which is fine. But then they were just, like, they were saying things like, you know, they could just do this or do that or they should just blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, it's not that easy. You have no idea what, the, what you know, this is all new for everyone, dude. And safety takes priority. You don't get to do that shit. You don't get to say that. If you want to have an opinion like that, that's fine. That's your opinion. But what we know of everything so far, it's not safe. And I think that safety of our creators who are who already kill themselves regardless making this stuff for us, their safety is a priority. Because it's either... You know what I mean? Like, what do you what do you care about most? Do you care about it being delayed or potentially not getting at all because our creators got sick? You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I thought that was kind of goofy today. And it wasn't somebody I was friends with. It was, like, on another friend's post that I saw it on. And that really made me, that, like, irked me today. Like, low-key irked me. And I was just kind of like, I wanted to say something, but I really don't have the fucking emotional energy to argue with anybody today. And like I said, that's your opinion, and that's fine. That's a, that's you know, that's okay. It just, you're, I, I'm just going to kind of look at you like a jerk then. You know what I mean? I, I think that's our, the safety is of, of the, of, of everyone, no matter what your job is or what it is you do or how your life is, your safety is first, first and foremost, get out of that situation, stay home, that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Do what you got to do. Your the safety of everyone is important before our entertainment point blank period you know what i mean that's just me so 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 for me what what i what my opinion is of what the future looks like for anime the anime industry or the entertainment industry as a whole is yeah it's gonna get delayed but eventually we're gonna get it you gotta wait be patient patience is a virtue and that is coming from somebody who's one of the most impatient people of all time of all time like i'll be downstairs and me and trish will be downstairs eating and i'll finish before her and i'm like ready to come back upstairs and like work on stuff and i'm like dude i'm going upstairs like what are you doing she's like no wait for me and i'm like fuck sometimes she'll just be like oh no go ahead you know but yeah no i like i'm impatient like i'm be I'll, and i feel bad because i feel like i'm rushing people sometimes with my impatience but coming from somebody who's like one of the most impatient people ever just be patient just wait if something gets delayed or canceled what are you going to do about it nothing bitching about it is not going to help you're allowed to be bummed by it and it's okay to be like man that sucks you know because it does suck it sucks for everyone but 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 taking it out on the person next to you the creators yourself is not going to help anyone so safety is first safety is important that's what matters so 
I said that about the KyoAni fire. I'll say it about this. It's the same thing. Um, KyoAni literally like a couple months later came back and we're like, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do this and we're gonna do this. And it's like, dude, whoa, slow down. Like, you know, like you guys are are amazing, but like you do not owe us that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like your safety's first. Point play period. That's it. So yeah, just be patient. It's gonna suck. It's gonna suck for all of us. It sucks for everyone. So anyway, just kind of wanted to say that because I thought that was important. Uh, that being said, I love you all very much. I don't always love all of you all the time, every day. I've been Sam, and this has been the Anime Summit Newscast. <laughs>